Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to Wrestle Culture. Phil Brooks, real name, no gimmicks. <laughs> Seven years on, it's clobbering time, clobbering time, clobbering time. Chick, chick, wah. Chick, chick, Guess who's oh, back? Okay, okay, yeah. Back again. Punk is back. Wrestling. Guess who's... I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture. <laughs> Join Adam Cleary and Phil Chambers from What Culture. And a live studio audience here for... Wrestle culture. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts where we review Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW Dynamite, AEW Rampage, pay per views. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a bloody good quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined live in the studio by Phil James and Alan. Really? Why'd you get such a big cheer? <laughs> You, you, you already had some fun with this, didn't you? I had a lot of fun with this last week. Can I just say that Obi Trice's real name was Obi Trice, though, whereas Phil Brooks goes by CM Punk. So there's a massive flaw oh in your song God. at the start. Yeah. Sorry, I've just to help you on this, I said to Phil, I've name loads of gimmicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really wrote this at the last minute. No. I apologize. <laughs> no. Nice to be in the room, though, isn't it? It's yeah. lovely. Are you excited this. about the big buttons in front of you? Very much so. It, it does seem a little bit scary. <laughs> But uh, I'll be. God damn it! <laughs> oh my god, we are going to lose so. Jenny, there's going to be. We're going to. We predicted you get like a spike of viewers with yeah. a new toy to show off because obviously it's something to talk about. <laughs> but I reckon the the length that will last is just pathetic because we will get title so of annoyed. Podcast to a whole new level. I remember when I think it was me, you, and Nicholas did uh, Wrestle Culture, and it was the week of a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> but we walked back into the office, and they went, yeah. "You've ruined You've that. it. You've ruined it already. It's been two days." <laughs> anyway, we are here. Lots of goings on in wrestling this week. Adam Cleary, hi. Is CM Punk going to show up on AEW tonight? Well, he might. <laughs> like, uh, you're asking me that because I've been the one going around being like, "Oh, is he going to show up?" Is he? I'm not. I'm not taking that stance because I don't think he's going mm. to show up. I think, he, in all likelihood, he probably is. But uh, just it's so weird to watch all these relatively sensible, smart people whose opinions I respect, who've got insights into the industry, just walk around going, "Oh, well, Punk's back on Friday," and me go, "Why? How do you know that?" And they go, "Well, it just is." <laughs> like, no, we don't. Nobody knows. And as I would like to point out, even if the plan is for him to be on AEW tonight, even if this is, like, not some elaborate work, even if the clues have been dropped for a reason, like, I don't know if you've spent any time paying any attention to the last nearly two years. Things go wrong very easily. Mm. All the guy has to do is pick up a cough on his way into the arena and CM Punk doesn't come back to television tonight. I'm not trying to be a buzzkill with it. I'd love it. I'd love it. I would Kevin Keegan Where's if the that boo guy button? was coming back. <laughs> yes. There isn't one. Do you, do you know why you can't boo me, Phil? Because I'm right. I would love it if he came back. I'm just saying, everybody's telling me that he is definitely coming back for no other reason than he is definitely coming back. And I that's mean, not a Kenny thing. Kenny Omega wore a t-shirt and it said chick magnet on it. And what more do you need? This is what I mean. This is the stuff I've been hearing all week. He had a cookie monster. He had a cookie monster and one of them referenced a pipe bomb and someone said best in the world. Yeah. Well, of course, of course it did. We we would do that on like WCPW for weeks. <laughs> we'd be like, oh yeah, let's tease that we're going to do Omega Ricardo three. Who's going to tell us? Like, I matter. mean, Five Star did do that. Yeah, that was Five Star's <laughs> entire business model. Except they put it on the poster. <laughs> 
What do you think, Phil? Yes. Yeah? He's coming back. They yeah, have hooray. To. That'd be great. I'm happy <laughs> for that. Enough of Cleary naysaying over there. It's not naysaying. <laughs> I've just been here before. It was very funny, though, for you to say, for us to be like, I mean, you can't, can't believe he's coming back. And him to say, all right, what's your evidence? And me saying, well, he's probably It went from, because it went from when uh, me and Phil were chatting about when they said, oh, there's going to be a big surprise at the next pay-per-view. And people yeah. were like, it's going to be Brock. It's going to be... <laughs> CM Punk or whatever, and it was Christian, yeah. and it was Ethan Page, and I was like, they haven't announced him, so it's somewhere in between those two things, basically, in terms of confirmation, and all of a sudden, you, all you needed to say was slightly question. Well, how do you know? Yeah, and, and my entire ex- like confidence about it all fell away very quickly. Go, 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 that's not me trying to do like a finger wag, or, oh, well, actually, I think you'll find type thing. I just genuinely, I've been out of the loop a bit, as mm-hmm. was discussed last week. Everyone was talking that Punk's going to be on AEW on Friday, and I was simply, simply innocently asking, oh, where, where's that? Is that, has he said that, has he? Or where's that, where's that come from? What, what's... How do you know? And everyone was like, well, there was a t-shirt. It was a, it was a mean, pretty convincing t-shirt. Come on now. Punk put the Chicago Bulls music on his Instagram story. And he put numbers on there, didn't he? He did. He did put numbers up. Shout out to all the lesser wrestling uh, correspondents in the world who got the dates the wrong way around for that and thought he was saying he was coming back in November. <laughs> <laughs> Not mentioning any names, of course. But we, we saw. We saw. <laughs> but no, he's coming back. Yeah. Although, uh, honestly, like a tiny part of me right now kind of hopes he doesn't just to see the internet melt on oh. Saturday. <laughs> oh, it would be, it would be piss it funny. It would be incredible. It would be hilarious. <laughs> we were saying on the news this morning, we're going to be doing a live stream for Rampage tonight. Join Andy Murray and Ben <laughs> Roy Turner. Who, who's this we? Speaking French now? <laughs> <laughs> well, join Andy and Ben Roy for that. But it's 3 a.m. Rampage starts in the UK. And I already know, like, Sid, you setting his alarm for 2.59. He's not... Having the build of Friday Night Smackdown, which is surprising. <laughs> and you said, Cleary, if it doesn't happen, it will be oh, I'm gonna hilarious. Get, I'm going to get a Incredible. perfectly normal night's sleep tonight, but I will be setting my alarm for about five to four, just to catch the end of that broadcast, to then either bask in the warm glow of a long-awaited CM Punk return or to send a photo of myself in bed going back to sleep till uh, Saturday. I might, might stay until 10 or 11 to uh, Andy and Ben Roy, just saying, hope you had a nice night, lads. <laughs> Can you, you imagine Twitter on Saturday if he doesn't come back? So funny. That's it. AW's dead after that. I asked Cedric this as I was thrashing him at pool twice in a row this afternoon. <laughs> and he said that it would genuinely kill the city for AW. They could never go back to Chicago. Yeah. But he, hear me out. Hear me out. What if they did it as the ultimate work, right? And then the next time they go back to Chicago, they just have him at that point. Like, they get him in for when they go back to Chicago because you can't kill the city if you actually bring CM Punk in. So he just kills the city for a bit. Yeah, I've solved <laughs> for it. For a bit. It's fine <laughs> to kill it for a bit. And get everyone in the, everyone in that city getting refunds for the next show that they have in a They can weeks. afford it. They can absolutely afford to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It would be. And sorry, how can you get a refund if for somebody not showing up who isn't advertised? Oh, WWE yeah, don't true. even give you refunds <laughs> for someone not showing up who is advertised. <laughs> I love yeah. that. I love the idea, though, of poor Andy and Benroy saying, what went down? Uh, John Moxley beat Daniel Garcia, <laughs> and Jurassic Express are through to the final of the AW Tag Team Tournament. Thanks for joining us. Jake <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cargill beat Kira so, yeah. as well. They'd still managed to make that about 28 minutes longer. <laughs> <wouldn't they? laughs> but there's lots going on this weekend, of course, Phil. It's SummerSlam on hey. Saturday night. Me, you and Andy... Uh, he's ruining his entire sleep pattern and the, uh, <laughs> are going to be doing the live stream for that. How, how are you feeling? Because I've said for quite a while, this, this, in my opinion, is one of the best summer slams in recent memory. We've said that about a lot of pay-per-views. Mm. <laughs> Maybe I'm like both. This, on paper, it sounds really, I know, really I, know, good. I know we're trying to move on from the punk thing here, but literally the logic you're now applying of, well, this looks really exciting and I'm looking forward to it, but I have been hurt before. It's literally all I'm doing with punk. <laughs> Um, but no, SummerSlam does look very exciting. There's a couple of really, really, really good matches on there. Seth Rollins versus Edge, very, very exciting. Even like Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg for the just pure, what the hell are they going to do here? Are they going to do it again? Kind of nonsense. You've got whatever's going to go on with Lily and bloody Dewdrop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're definitely having an interaction, aren't they? It's, there's a lot going on there. I'm kind of looking forward to it, quietly. It's 10 matches, though. Be a long show. Matches although seven title matches. Seven title matches, ten matches. Although there is the talk of them stopping for the boxing, which Andy keeps on telling me, but I'm just not believing him. I think this is going to be another late one. Uh, yeah, one a.m. start. I think for the for the main card here in the UK. So it's going to be a long one, regardless for us. But yeah, it, 
the, the Goldberg thing, up again, up until this week, I was like, oh, that's nice. That'll be a fun little, you know, five-minute match at, at most, yeah. Bill. And, uh, you know, a good little notch for, for, for Lashley and help help him like he did Drew in terms of getting a win over Goldberg. And Goldberg, I think, said this week he's only got a couple of matches on that WWE contract of his left. But a couple of matches could be a title win and then a title retention or a title drop. I don't know what it could be. Yep. I've suddenly thought, I think someone asked a t- Twitter question on the news, and I was like, yeah, but what if they don't have Lashley go over Goldberg? Are you confident that we are going to uh, see him I'm retain I'm never confident w- no. when it comes to Goldberg. Best case scenario in that match is it ends with Bobby Lashley pinning Goldberg and then grabbing his son out of the crowd and putting the hurt lock on him. Yes. And taking him down. His son that has grown way too much in such a short amount of time. It makes no sense to me whatsoever. We are going to do a sort of longer form preview, me and uh, me and Hamlet tomorrow ahead of SummerSlam. But one of them, not to spoil it, but one of the things we say is, what do you reckon to this, Cleary? I'll take a Goldberg win, but only if Big E then immediately cashes in and we get uh, the dream match. That'd be good. I thought you were going to say you'll take a Goldberg win, but only if uh, Bobby Lashley then kisses Goldberg's son on the mouth the way Titus used to. As a nice callback. <laughs> I would, admittedly, admittedly. I've got, definitely got a noise to that. Admittedly. It would sound a bit like that, actually. Yeah, admit, <laughs> I'll show you the real hurt lock. <laughs> I'd admit, I didn't know why you were going to go down that avenue, but I just yeah. I thought you might. Um, yeah, I'd love a Big E cash in. Yeah. I do worry, though, with Big E and the Money in the Bank situation because it would just. Do you completely trust WWE have put the briefcase? I know, look, I know this conversation I've had a million times by now, but every time it comes up, I'm just like. Uh, well, they're not. They're going to do, do this right. Well, do you know? But, yeah, you told me Baron Corbin just got it at the minute. Yeah, he just walked off with it. He just stole it. Yeah, didn't realize he looked very that. happy about it. So he seems to think it's right. I mean, but again, it's basically d- did it. Yeah, it's again, it's WWE though. So Big E could just turn up with it on SummerSlam without them bothering to explain how he got it back. Yeah, you just fair. have to go with it. And to be fair, you wouldn't care if he then cashes in. I mean, I genuinely wouldn't be surprised if on like SmackDown, Baron Corbin somehow sells it to the Miz and they give it back to him again and just restart that. He's <laughs> giving it every year with the money <laughs> in the bank. Oh, okay. Um, Rain Cena, what do you reckon is going to happen in that? Is that going to be? Because Cena's basically said, all I've got to do is survive. And I, I immediately read into that. Oh, I really hope we get him getting Time murdered. Draw. Just like <laughs> just like Brock Lesnar did to him at SummerSlam all those years ago. I do think there's going to be an element of... Because he, he literally mentioned the fact that he built Suplex City. Um, which is obviously referenced to the fact that the people didn't start counting suplexes until Cena started taking double figures of them in matches. I do think there's going to be an element of... They really make an effort to put Reigns over as this like destroyer of, you know legendary superhero-style WWE performers. Because with all all due respect to Edge and Brian, that's not who they represent in that company. Like, they're both underdogs. There's both elements of adversity when it comes to those two. They're never pitched as, like, the undefeatable spirits cannot be broken types. Whereas John Cena, to a lot of fans, you know, represents a negative part of the company built around that idea of, oh, you just can't beat this guy because he's, you know, he's superhuman. He can withstand anything. So I do think... What they could definitely accomplish in five to eight minutes in this match, they're going to stretch out for over 20 as range just hits him and hits him and hits him and hits him. And they build up this kind of like... It's weird, it's weird putting it this way because obviously Cena technically comes into this as the face despite what the reactions might be. Reigns obviously the heel. They're going to build up a level of anxiety that Cena's hung in there for so long he can steal one because even though he's presented as the good guy, they know a lot of people won't want that mm. to happen with him being part-time. So... As ever with WWE, they've kind of stumbled into something very intriguing, just not on purpose. Change your opinion of how this match plays out anymore since Ric Flair was released and, I don't know, became a train conductor or something? (laughs) And now they want to be like, oh, I want to have a joint record, do you? Well... See how you like this. <laughs> now we'll see. You want to go to AAA and do nice things? <laughs> no. Um, maybe. I mean, they can't end Roman Reigns' massive run with John Cena like that, just out of spite. Can they? I mean, they've done plenty of <laughs> other things just out sir, of spite. Sir, 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 I know, sir. The Fiend in Saudi Arabia, sir. <laughs> oh, yeah. Spite, they could, they spite can do is whatever. very much up Ritzman Man's Alley. They can do whatever they want, sir. <laughs> But they just they put the Divas title on Nikki Bella and just forgot about it 
for two years purely to get that record off AJ Lee. Yeah. They'll just they doesn't matter. Didn't they and do the same with Demolition and New Day? And as also, well? who do they want to spite more? Do they want to spite CM Punk or Ric Flair? Because Rick Reigns is coming up to CM Punk's Punk's run. Ooh, but then they, if they give, and if they give it to, to Cena, they can't do that. But then they can, they're going to give Cena the giant run as well. They can say, "Look, this is the summer of Cena." <laughs> like we said, the only summer that there is. What they should do is just put it on both of them. At the, they should be joint holders. <laughs> For the next couple of months, so you can technically Did say, you see, see that, didn't they? Yeah, they that with um, uh, Michelle McCall and China, China yeah. and Jericho for the. Yeah. I think I think I want to say the continental title. Someone will tweet me and tell me it's the European. If I'm wrong, I'm sure. Um, do that, then you've got the 24 billion time champion in uh, John Cena. They getting rid of the whole uh, Ric Flair thing, and then Reigns can just hold on to it until he passes the CM Punk record. Two birds, one stone. There you are. Makes no sense, but neither does anything else in WWE. I must say, I really, really enjoyed their promo battle on SmackDown, though. I thought it was very, very good fun. And that was Bella just two line. guys going out there and actually putting on their absolute best in a promo battle. I was like, this is worlds away from suffering Sukkotash, Roman Reigns, and things that they did. When, like, Cena had to go at Reigns last time, and he yeah. was just, like, he had no words. He had that, no that, I occasionally do go back and watch that promo, because it was weird. Weird they just threw it away on some random C show. Kind of like the Shield Triple Threat, they just threw it away yeah. on some random show. Oh, no mercy with yeah. Cena and C- Reigns. Cena thinking. genuinely, like, absolutely demolishes it. Yeah. And it's, it was, it's kind of weird when you go back and watch it, because you can tell the crowd are, like, genuinely... Trying, they're hoping Reigns, whether or not just because they want to see an entertaining promo or because they genuinely sort of like sympathize with him, you can tell the crowd do genuinely want Roman to be giving as good as he gets in that like exchange. And he just doesn't like, he even stops to think and seeing it kills him and going, take a minute. (laughs) You think about it. It's called a promo, mate. If you want to be, (laughs) you want to be the big dog. I think that's the first time he got called the big dog. Now that I think about it, I might be completely misremembering <laughs> several facts here, but I'm sure Cena calls him the big dog then, mm. and it had never happened before. God, imagine if that's right. Imagine if I've just stumbled. There's a list. Of, I'll be doing a list on that come Tuesday <laughs> if it's true. Now, we are... Oh, a sh- sorry, before you move on, one thing I thought was even more impressive than the Cena promo was Flair's technique on that train. Man of that age, pinning, pinning both the legs back. <laughs> we get additional purchases this we're assuming Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley can retain their titles. In terms of title switches, do you think Sasha Banks is going to re regain? I feel like the way that they've been presenting Sasha Banks, I, I would completely buy a, a, her regaining the SmackDown Women's Championship from Bianca Belair. Or do you think it's it would undercut Bianca if you take it off her this soon after WrestleMania? Not this soon. I was going to say I don't think it's this soon after WrestleMania. I think you know. WrestleMania to SummerSlam is like a classic. Yeah, reign, really. it's, I don't. I think any title reign is purely as long as it feels. You know mm. what I mean? Like Bianca Belair's felt like a really well-established women's champion. Mm. There's a lot more they could have done with her, certainly. But it's certainly not another one of these where they go, "Well, you put the belt on her now." What? Like it's been, it's been fine. It's been really good. Um, I don't think a change hurts Bianca Belair at all. I think mm. like you got to remember as well how long she's been on that main roster. Like, she was the, the surprise package of WrestleMania to an extent. Because, yeah, we knew how talented she was, but she delivered massively on that stage. But, you know, a couple of months prior to that, before the Royal Rumble, you, you know, she, it's not like she's been around for ages and mm. ages and you're kind of looking at it to have long reigns in order to sort of establish where she is in the pecking order. Like, this has been a huge thing for her. I think her losing it now it just gives you more to do with her getting it back. Mm. In terms of other title switches, do you see... RK bro finally winning the big one, Phil, and, and getting it off AJ Styles and Omos. Yeah, making I see one what? huge mistake Sorry? there and calling the Raw Tag Team Championships the big one. Yeah, <laughs> what's RK bro? Uh, Randy Orton and Riddle. They were they were partners. Oh yeah. Then, ra- then Randy Orton disappeared for a bit. Then he came back. Riddle was like, "Let's be friends again," and he was like, "No, no, yeah, like, <laughs> you're annoying." And obviously. then he RKO'd him, and then he earned his respect this week. And right. So obviously, I've been having to cherry pick the bits I'm mm-hmm. getting back up to speed with. Punk obviously being a really good place to start. Twitter making sure I had to know about the Ric Flair thing. Um, RK Bro, then yeah. how's that? It's I, based I, around. I appreciate Matt you Riddle, the story, but what's what is what's the logic there? Matt Riddle likes scooters. Randy Orton doesn't. Oh right, sorry. <laughs> yeah. that, see, that's all you had to say. <laughs> yeah, very good. <laughs> 
I think they had a T-shirt with that one, didn't they? <laughs> um, I, uh, I don't know. This I, is, I, I R- see R- them R- putting R- the bro. title on them. RK Bro, I can tell you right now, is one of these classic WWE things where they start with the name first and work yeah. backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever see Desperate Scousewives, a TV show? <laughs> I never watched no it. Con- <laughs> the concept is co- there's no concept what to it. it. It's just, it was another one of those, like, you know, when, like everywhere try to have its own Only Way is Essex. Oh, and yeah, of yeah. all the regional ones, only really Geordie Shaw picked off. They just tried to do everything at the time. There's loads of different ones scattered. There was one for like Cheshire. There was one all over the place. Someone sat down and gone, listen to this, desperate scouse wives. And everyone's gone, that's brilliant. And then they've made the show without even a single thought about how it works. That's RK Bro. They're in the car. Everyone's going to Liverpool. What are we doing when we get there? Fast film stuff. Desperate we'll just film stuff. <laughs> We've got the cameras. We'll just film stuff. But yes, RK Bro. I feel I like this is the well, coronation. Yeah, RK they've done absolutely bro. nothing with AJ Styles and Elmos. Like, most of the time, they were very they forgettable. Like, they won the titles at Mania. Was it Mania? It was yeah. Mania. And then they weren't on TV for three weeks. They were on holiday, show. <laughs> That's what they said. They were celebrating. No, they're not. It hasn't been on TV for bloody ages. We have no idea why. It's mad, because like, they do genuinely have one very obvious thing in common, which I'm not going to get into on this podcast. They could just make a gimmick around. But no, their names are similar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they get a buzz from wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, they're having fun. Just too many. <laughs> I think they. I think. I think. Put the titles on them, and I think because I think the other tag titles aren't going anywhere. Because I think Rey Mysterio is going to get electric chair. How on many the times run. have you pitched this now? Every time, I, every <laughs> opportunity I get, and at least once more on the preview tomorrow. <laughs> Not going to happen. You think they might, win, they might win the titles? No, I don't think they'll win the titles either. I think they're just, just going to lose, and then room. that'll just be it. Carry you, on. What's, what are you pitching here? You really want Dominic Mysterio to turn on Rey Mysterio? Yeah, yeah. me and Hamlet. You want him room. to be betrayed by his large son, as big as a barn he is. You mm. want him to betray him. We've, well, we've talked about this. I've, I've got there's a there's a thing missing. It's been missing since WrestleMania 35 when Samoa Joe didn't choke out Dominic Mysterio because he had a 30 second match with Rey instead. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the exact point. It's probably about a year ago. But me and Hamlet start suggesting, oh, that'd be good. But I think maybe they, when they started tagging, and it was yeah. like, and especially when he put his dad on his shoulders, and you were like, oh, that's a good spot for an electric chair, that. And we've been booking it. We booked it initially to happen so that they would have, you know, the classic Dominic versus Ray, SummerSlam history, custody of Dominic stuff, blah, blah, blah. But instead, we're going to do it now because, you know what the pay-per-view is after SummerSlam, Phil? Parental... Close. You're Close. Extreme rules. The horror show 2, Electric Boogaloo, or whatever it is. <laughs> I don't know if you're joking about that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's going to turn on him. I think when they do, they are going to have that match at some point. But I think the lane... Laying seeds that could be a heel turn because he's like saying, "Oh, like I don't need your help," and Ray's like, "Oh no, like you're, you're young, like follow my lead, do what I do," kind of thing. I think they're doing the seeds where it comes to a point where Dominic does something, and Ray's like, "Oh my god, yeah, okay, like I respect you now. You're good at this kind of thing." And then it's like a mutual, good at this. a mutual yeah. respect kind of match where they like, okay, like the teacher becomes the master kind of thing, rather than the father becomes the son. Yeah. <laughs> I'm my own dad now. Signs his own like uh, his own papers to be. <laughs> um, but then it's like a mutual respect thing, mm-hmm. and then they have that, and then they go their separate ways. Because I don't see them turning Dominic heel anytime soon. <laughs> I just um, can't see it long term. There's so, so many bloody matches, and I want to briefly touch on Takeover as well. So we won't go through everything here. But what do you think about Alexa Bliss, Lily, Eva Marie, and Dewdrop as a? I just look. I just think there is somebody in WWE who is working without supervision at the minute. And their work isn't being checked, and they're not being held accountable for the stuff they come up with. And for some reason, whether they've got dirt on somebody or whether it's just a complete oversight, I don't know. But they've been doing this Alexa Bliss thing, this non-spay talking doll Alexa Bliss thing for months and months and months. And nobody's gone, what is this exactly? <laughs> where, is th- where is this going other than like the loins of incredibly weird people. We told Six. him the story about Duda, uh, Lily's winking yes. on last week's show. Have, have, you, that? have you told him about the cameos? How much no. people were paying for a cameo from Alexa Bliss? You <laughs> haven't, but whatever it is, I believe it. I want to say $600. Is that right? I, right? Know, yeah. I can't remember the exact... For some for her to be like, ha, 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 hi, Adam, welcome to my playground. I hope you can come and play soon. Bye. Well, this is what I mean. Like, this is what worries me because I want it to be oversight. I want this to be a massive... I want this to be a mistake that's occurred because of what a huge, you know, industrial behemoth WWE is. There's always going to be management oversights here and there. There's always going to be things working that shouldn't be. I want it to be that because the alternative is that a lot of people in WWE 
are okay with this and think it's good and think it's appealing to the right kind of crowd. Do you know the situation with Drew and Jinder? What's going on there? A, he gets to behead him or something. Yes, he's got a sword named after his late mother, yeah, Drew McIntyre, Angela. Yeah. And Jinder has hired two heavies, Shanky and Veer. They're Jinder's heavies. That's Sharky and George, yep. Prime Busters of the Sea. Exactly, singing that's exactly there. right. That's what I've been doing on the Raw Review to uh, lesser reaction from the Daddy Boys, if I'm perfectly honest. I was appreciative of that. Thank you. Um, they are banned from ringside, though. So d- he's been beating all three of them up, and now he's beating one of them up. And I suspect if we are doing a shorter SummerSlam, this match is probably going to go about two minutes, Drew and Jinder. With all the history of the- 3MB as well. Good, right, okay. I love how they have all that history and they chose to make it about one guy wants to stab the other guy with a sword named after his mother. Can I just, can I just, just quickly clarify something here? Is the because you can't is the the stipulation is you get to use your prop if you win. I don't. know. I don't know. He so just has a sword and he keeps threatening something people. Something was weird. Something and was, it has so many backstories so, that I'm completely. Something lost was suggested right to me where it's like. Well, if his sword is banned from ringside, or something, that, is that what it is? His sword initially is banned from ringside. That was initially, initially yeah. that was Shanky and Veer. Right. So, yeah. the, the implication being that either the haunted spirit of his mother lives in the soul and would be geeing him on somehow, or he was simply going to, you know, lance him like a boil. Yeah. Or he puts the sword on the ring post and then halfway through the match it winks and distracts him. <laughs> you wouldn't want that happening, would you? No. Just, on, just on, like the, the by the way, can we just point out? There's like even if it, I just want to go back to this. Lily thing, right? Because <laughs> how on earth are they, is there? An, is there potentially a bit of good news for WWE fans here? Because people are desperate to get rid of this PG label, right? Now, hear me out with the logic. If WWE know the audience they're going for with this whole, this whole "Hi, I'm a schoolgirl, but you might see up my dress" kind of angle with, with Alexa Bliss, <laughs> is there a possibility that we they might be moving away from PG stuff? Because of course, if you've got a PG product, you're going to have kids in the arena. But if you've got kids in the arena, that precludes all of this new target audience from being within 500 metres of the arena, doesn't it? But you're also basing this entire storyline around a prop that you've obviously made to sell to kids, the doll. Yeah. And again, obviously, people who are going to be really into this, you're paying $600 for a cameo from it, aren't yeah. simply, they're not allowed to buy anything for children. They're definitely not allowed to offer them gifts. A lot of them, that'll be how they got into this problem in the first place. I'm going to change the subject and talk about <laughs> Nikki A.S.H. You're aware of the new Nikki Cross. Ah, uh, yeah. Almost a big, superhero. Big fan, actually. And uh, she is so a good. A loser. <laughs> she lost two matches somehow. Is she not women's champion? Yep. Yeah. She got pinned twice. No, no, actually, she didn't get pinned twice. I'll tell you why. She got pinned, and then she was on the losing side of a tag team uh, uh, later on in the same night, which means yeah, I think, Phil, she night. has to retain on Saturday. Yeah, Charlie. I mean... <laughs> It's classic Devin. Follow your dreams, kids. You're going to get beaten by both of them. <laughs> this great new aspirational character. Uh, be yourself, and you can believe like believe in yourself, and you can do anything, and then lose all the time. I don't understand. She has to win, surely. It makes no sense mm. otherwise. Just actually, that no. If you want to have a character whose entire thing is just believe in yourself, and you know, you know, doesn't don't just cut out all the distractions. Like, don't worry about anything else. Just you, as long as you believe in yourself, that's all that matters. That truly makes sense if you get beat every week. Then. <laughs> it doesn't matter how much of a loser you are. As long as you've got a good, positive attitude, you're a superhero. Maybe that's what they're going for. Because if, if you want a superhero that wins all the time, people hate that. That's yeah. what's yeah, in the main Superman. event. That's the whole, like, <laughs> that's the whole problem with the Cena thing. Um, Edge, Seth Rollins. That could be match of the night. Quite, Don't quite do that to yourself. Couldn't it? <laughs> Don't do that, Of course it could. Right. Of course it, it definitely could. could. Get that pep out of your voice. Oh, that could be match tonight. Yeah, it could. Well, the best thing about this is it's not for a title, so it won't be a main event, which means it won't get as much time, which means it will be better. Mm. This is my theory, anyway. I think, uh, yeah. I think this has a chance to be really, really, really good. I, it's, it, it's difficult, because like you say, you look at this card, and if you these boxing things right, you're like, well, you're going to have to have a few short matches, which you could have with, like, Drew Jinder... Alex yeah. Reaver. Yeah. Um, Goldberg Bobby. Yeah. So in theory, they could get a decent sort of 15 minutes. Look at you. Look at you trying to convince yourself that it's not going to be four and a half hours. Oh, I've had a tip off from Andy Murray who says the boxing's on the other channel. <laughs> oh, I might get home at a reasonable hour. Oh, they might actually make some of this cohesive. Oh, might Seth Rogers and Edge be a match of the night. Oh, I might have a really nice time. Look, at, I've, been off, I've been off this podcast for the better part of a year. And look what's happened to you while I've been away. 
I can't you just let us enjoy things, clearly. So, you know, who's winning for you out of Ed and Seth Rollins? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, genuinely, uh, I would like I would like Edge to win that. I do think Edge's comeback has been. If he'd come back at a different point in WWE's creative history, this could be being talked about the same level as Shawn Michaels' comeback, where it's defied all expectations. There's been so much extra investment in it. He's had runs as a face, runs as a heel. Like there's a massive, massive second wave of a guy's career, and I just I don't quite think the mania main event aside. There's been that many moments so far. Granted, yeah, yeah, the pandemic's over. There's been that many yeah. matches, just in isolation, matches that you can really pin your hat on. Mm. <laughs> and I would love this to be, even if it only goes 10, 12 minutes, I would love this to be one of them. And I would love him to win it. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Before we move on to the hashtag bloody good quiz, I do want to mention TakeOver briefly as well, but do you think considering what may well be happening tonight, we might get some surprise returns. Becky Lynch, Brock Lesnar, etc. at SummerSlam or immediately afterwards, try and dominate the conversation or... You've got to... Like, I just... I know you've asked... I know you were looking at Phil for that question, <laughs> but it's a podcast and so nobody, nobody knows that unless I tell them. Um, I think you've just got to take the L on that one. Like, I'm not saying this is what WWE will do. I'm not saying this, this lowers the chances of a big return, but you've got to take... You are not going to dominate the conversation. Mm. You must know that. Whatever you do, you could, unless Reigns kills Cena, <laughs> unless he kills him in the ring, you are not going to be the biggest story. God, imagine something terrible happens now. Everyone's going to be replaying this. <laughs> um, you are not going to be the biggest story in wrestling this weekend or the following week or probably even the week after that. You just have to take that L and not ruin your own big moments by trying to have them compete with that. Because... And like, rushing into things that aren't quite ready exactly. and not got a story behind it and things. You could have Brock and Becky Lynch come back this weekend. Probably mm. the two biggest returns it could do at the minute, yeah. fair to say. You could have Brock and Becky Lynch come back this weekend. You could have Becky Lynch come back on NXT. She's just done everything. She's, oh, you have Brock come on NXT. I've done everything you're on the main roster. I've never dominated you pubes. You could have that. You could genuinely have that huge story, a massive shot in the arm for NXT. It'll still not be the biggest story. Mm. It'll still get buried under the CM Punk stuff. You need to, you need to maximize the platform. You need, to make your, you need to get your biggest stuff in when there's the most amount of eyeballs that can go on it, and this is not the weekend for that. Yeah, I don't think... I'm not, like, feeling a position where it makes sense either in anything. Really. I will say, I don't, Brock... I don't think this means they won't do it, by yeah. the way. I do think, we've seen before, there is an element of, like, desperation and pettiness and just not understanding <laughs> this basic stuff. So there might well might well be something like that, purely to try and, like, just take a bit of the shine off, off a potential punk comeback. Mm. Yeah, it would be weird if they brought Brock back and they're like, right, Brock's back. 
And he's coming for Roman at Survivor Series. We've got to keep him busy for <laughs> two months. Because that's the only thing. Like, Roman, you've got to assume he's busying himself with Finn Balor for a bit after mm-hmm. Cena. So you can't put him in with there, whether you do something Brock and Bobby, but then are you building that to extreme <laughs> Can things rules? get any worse, Baron Corbin? <laughs> 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 extreme rules. Uh, let's quickly mention TakeOver, of course. That's going down on Sunday night as well, and me and Hamlet are going to do a more of an extended preview of this on Sunday daytime as well. Uh, we won't go through all of it, Phil, but... Is it time Karrion Cross drops the NXT Championship to Smojo? Do you think he's moving to the main roster? It's a bit up in the air with this, isn't it? It's If he's staying on the main roster, 100% he needs to get rid of that because he's just going to keep on losing on the main roster and <laughs> making NXT look bad, which they really don't need any more help doing that at the minute. Um, so, yeah, I think if, if they've, it's shit up, time to... Yeah, <laughs> poop, poop or get off the butt. I've already sworn, so I don't know why I'm censoring myself after that. Shit or bust, he said. <laughs> or bust. Okay, hang on. <laughs> I just I think he's got to drop it anyway. Um, I think after what's happened on the main roster, he needs to be rehabilitated to an extent. I think you can't just have him immediately go like one big win here does not undo the damage they did with him on the main roster. And you got to yeah. remember the main roster is a wider watched product. A lot of people, pretty much everyone who watches NXT, will watch the main roster. But you can't say the same about SmackDown. A lot of people who watch SmackDown that will be their only experience of carrying cross. I think you've got to drop it. And you've got to do something else with them to try and build them back up. I think it would work best because I, I, you know, as former Mister NXT man here yeah. at What Culture, there's a bit of like, look what they've done to my boy in terms of looking at it now. Having said that, this card is on paper one of the best cards they've put together in a long, long time. Walter Ilya Dragunov, two excellent five star match, carrying cross Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe becoming yep. NXT champion, quite possibly. Arguably the best match Raquel Gonzalez can have as, as NXT Women's Champion against Dakota Kai. Again, someone who had jobbed out on main event. Mm-hmm. To Aaliyah. To Aaliyah while she was playing. Yep, okay, cool. As uh, a face. <laughs> LA Knight versus Cameron Grimes for the Million Dollar Championship. Chad me. Yep, got it. And Kyler Riley, Adam Cole, two out of three falls uh, with potentially a steel cage if necessary. Yeah, yeah this is the thing. Yeah. That's an absolutely sensational card, right? But that was NXT's thing. Like every month or every two months, there would just be a show on that you could not believe the depth of quality on it. And all of it would be great because NXT, although it, had its, it certainly had its problems and it was certainly struggling from comparison with AEW, was putting on a genuinely really entertaining wrestling show every single week. Like, people, yeah, like, I, I, I was one of the people who criticized it for being too intense all the time, but it was only, like, it was only two hours a week. Not everybody was on every single week. It was more than manageable. Like, the, the, the emotions in the basket were absolutely fine. And it would all culminate in these really good matches where they just took... They didn't overbook the matches. They gave them the right amount of time. They let the performers go and do their thing. It was great. So what the, the most look what they've done to my boy thing imaginable is you're going, yeah, but look how good this card is. Mm-hmm. Because it was always good. <laughs> like, <laughs> NXT's thing was the, you just took that as red. Like, I appreciate the last few have been not bad, but certainly underwhelming by mm-hmm. their usual standards. Both You're in terms of takeovers on a curve, really, because of how good they've been in yeah. the past. So like a bad takeover is still like... Good WWE <laughs> show. <laughs> but I think it's, it's been that many of them now that have been either underwhelming in the build-up or underwhelming in the execution. Yeah. That it's get to the stage where it's like, oh, this one this one could be really good, which never used to happen. Never, ever, ever. They were always the most anticipated shows Best thing of the, the year genuinely. every single time. Well, and They've ruined NXT, not ruined NXT, but they've certainly degraded its reputation to, this, to the point now where if you were fairly new to the product, you would not believe that for three or four years, at every WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Royal Rumble, or Survivor Series, people would leave and go, hey, do you know what? That was great. But do you know what the best thing of the weekend was? TakeOver. Yeah. yeah. Every single major big show WWE did, it was getting outdone by TakeOver the and day it prior. selling out the exact same massive yeah. arenas and, yeah, showing everyone how to do it. The Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly one is... The one because like I love two out of three falls matches. That three stages of hell, Triple H, massively Austin under thing. massively underused gimmick. I love them as well. Uh, it's three stages of hell, Austin and Triple H is like mm-hmm. one of my favorite matches ever, and bringing that back perfect for this makes so much sense. But if you give them thirty minutes and let them do their own thing, match of the year contender every single time. You give them forty five minutes mm. and have Triple H's fingers all over it. A little bit more worried, and they've done that for the past two. And so now they've got three falls to get through. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it as a match, but I just want them to let them do this. Let that be. <laughs> like, it could be Adam Cole's last big hurrah and NXT. We don't even know. Like, yeah. Let them do what they do best. Was it on my birthday when we were, a few years ago when we were around, and it was the Cole Gargano three, not three, just the tri- tri- uh, two out of three, three falls. And that we were all like, 
oh, what's going on? Like, you've got these two people, they've had these great series of matches, and then, I don't know, they're sort of, like you say, it's either it's not necessarily the stipulation, but it's the stipulation yeah. combined with Triple H going, yeah. well, you will, as long as you want, lads. I'm sure you will note that when I was describing NXT in its here, dear lads, I did use the term not overbooked. Mm. Yeah. Now, I do think it's kind of, I don't, I don't know whether it's a panic thing as sort of a, a result of it having direct competition all of a sudden. Whereas, like, you remember, NXT's competition for years and years and years was Raw and SmackDown. And it was always the underdog, and it always had better wrestlers and more freedom. So it was all, you know, it was always comparably favorable. The more it's kind of sort of been up against AEW, it's more like, right, we have to make sure that it's the most NXT thing possible. And the harder they tried with it, the not the worse it got, certainly, but the more you felt the hands of the booker on yeah. there. So I do, yeah, I do worry for this weekend for them. But also, all the raw ingredients are there. Yeah. yeah. Well, before we... For fun. <laughs> before we move on, very quickly, is this the weekend that we finally end that mammoth reign of Walter? Or, as I suggested, are we hoping for WCPW's very own Rampage to possibly be the guy who stops that eventually? I think he's on, like, 868 on Sunday days as NXT UK champion. And no no yes. doubt they're going to have a spectacular match again, those two. And Dragunov already... Dread got to see Dragunov's chest after this. <laughs> he's already got that... Gash yeah, on his head, which is going to be opened up in about two minutes if they've got any sense. Along with millions of gashes on his chest oh, to go with it. But do you think Dragonoff takes the title off him? Or do you think we this is the nice sort of heroic, <laughs> oh, nearly? The problem with... Um, oh, jeez, God. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, got a bad email. Uh, the problem with this is that for WWE to ever put um, anything... Except totally true with the NXT UK belt. It's not so much that like, oh, it's time for Walter to take this off him. It's like they just like to put this on somebody and forget about it. Like, mm. They like to forget about it for as long as possible. And I don't know if that Dragonov's the guy they're going to do that with. Mm. Like Walter was Walter was fine because no matter what he was doing, the visual of him holding that belt with Imperium was like fantastic. It was you could just you could get by for weeks and weeks off that alone. Someone like Dragunov is a fighting champion. He's a base mm. champion, if nothing else. You know what I mean? Like, you need to do matches, and you need to constantly justify... Because he's not the biggest dude. You know what I mean? Like, the whole po- the whole reason for the rivalry with Walter is it looks like like it shouldn't be possible. He should not be able to take that level of punishment. Mm. And that's the kind of champion he'd be, like an against-the-odds one. And you can't really have an against-the-odds champion if you're not providing him with odds regularly. <laughs> so, I do, like, I agree. It's probably time. Like, just... The problem with it is, like, they gave it to Tyler Bate, and he had it forever. And they gave it to Pete Dunne, and he had it forever. Then mm. they gave it to Walton, and they have it forever. And, yeah, that's good for building lineage. It's good for building prestige. But it does scream, yeah, we don't care about this very much. We're not going to bother to book, like, you know, frequent good rivalries with it. Yeah. What were trains? I don't think so. I don't see it. Not with Ilya Dragunov. I love Ilya Dragunov. I love him as well. I just don't, yeah, I don't see it at all. In principle, I think it is time. I just do not yeah. think, as far as WWE is concerned, that he's the guy. If for no other reason, then I can't see them convincing anybody who works in Stamford that Ilya Dragunov is from the UK. Because I do believe <laughs> genuinely that they've just heard the name Walter and thought it was just some like old middle-aged dude from the Midlands. Like from the Beano. Yeah. This is Walter. Oh, Walter. Good British name. Walter. Yep, yep, cool. Never watched the show, obviously. Elia Dragunov? <laughs> he sounds like he's from Game of Thrones. <laughs> I also think you've got to think of the new NXT credo of big guys only, please. Mm. And Walter is a very big man. He is. He's a very big guy. He's a big man. Well, let us know your thoughts ahead of TakeOver and SummerSlam. Wait, before we continue, can we just talk about the best spot in the history of wrestling that happened on Dynamite? Was it the, the Flair spot? So, have you seen See this? this? Flair spot. Luchasaurus. Oh, that man. one. <laughs> it was Jungle Express. Oh, yes. This <laughs> is the Young Bucks. <laughs> and Brandon Cutler waved a flare at Luchasaurus. And it was the best thing that's ever See, happened this, in wrestling. I, I, I thought, oh, I've nailed this. We did the preview and I was like, you know how they lose this match? You have Cutler spraying the cold spray on Luchasaurus. And it's like, what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. And then they go and do something <laughs> like that. And I was like... And that's, that's so why better. they book it, and I don't. <laughs> you know what, Jamie? Just, 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 to, just, to, just to rip my own knob off here, right? <laughs> I did once, when we were talking about AEW, say that if you want to beat Luchasaurus, you just don't move. <laughs> <laughs> right, I made that joke. Right? I don't remember. It's not as good as the flare spot. I'll have to, I'll, I will hold my hands up and say that AEW booked that than a throwaway joke I made about two years ago. But also, 
I did make that for a week. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, they need to have someone run away from him to a toilet somewhere. Yes, absolutely. Well, let us know your thoughts on, on all of the things we've discussed there. SummerSlam, TakeOver, Dynamite, and of course, CM Punk and Rampage on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. But enough of all this. It's now time for a... Bloody Good Quiz. And this week's quiz is brought to you by... Scorp Wild and the crowd. Just by the way, like the mileage we got out of that soundboard. I know, week. right? And all of a sudden, Johnny gimmicks here. He's not even for. He's not even touched it. it. I'm just being. I'm, I'm. I'm trying to temper it a little bit because I realised, like I say, I often just hit everything, <laughs> and the people go, "Okay, we'll take that back." <laughs> not having that. I've got. I, I see a different side of this guy in the job I've got at the minute. And the amount of times you go, "Wilborn, why aren't you doing this?" He goes, "Oh, it's intentional. My plan was to not do it at all." <laughs> <laughs> Rubbish. I'm trying. I'm trying to be restrained with it. Next week, I will. I'm going to gimmick oh, this yeah. up. No, I'm going to gimmick this up with. Just you wait. <laughs> just you wait. I just want this to end up like the quizzes that we used to do in the office after oh. the wrestle culture quiz. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do people know? Have we, was... ever, have we ever talked about that on a, on a live mic? I don't know. We used to well, we used to do. This is Friday. It's a Friday afternoon. Wrestle culture is traditionally the last thing we do on a week, unless we're coming back in on the weekend for interviews. And we would normally finish it with about half an hour, twenty minutes to go in the yeah. workday. And obviously, because the old office set up, there was, if you were recording a podcast, everybody got to listen to it because it was behind a curtain around the corner. <laughs> Not like the multi-million pound what culture studios oh. are in today. Oh, God, that just does sound good to say because it's true as yeah. well, isn't it? Um, we should just come around the corner. Everyone's obviously heard us creasing up for the last 20 minutes, incredibly jealous of the fun we get to have. So we would just do the quiz for them, but we had a soundboard that we could use in the office and not on the actual podcast. So we would do the quiz... With a soundboard. With funny sounds. With funny sounds. For a few, funny Everyone sounds if fun. you were right. Funny sounds if you were wrong. Funny sounds in between rounds. Can I have... Is it right you can do two different settings? So I can have yeah. like a professional side of this and yeah. then a banner then I, side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have that next week, I promise. Okay? Your, your, what's the difference? Got, <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. 16 buttons. I want 16. Use them wisely. <laughs> Right, anyway, this week's quiz is brought to you by Scorp Wild. Uh, if you want your name associated with the hashtag Bloody Good Quiz, all you need to do is subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, leave us a five star review in there, just like Scorp Wild, who says, uh, Heroes and Legends, what would I do without all the AEW coverage and analysis? This is a staple in my podcast routine, no question. And then it says, Update, 16th of August. I don't know what someone, I've no idea what I was about to say. Sidgwick Megafan and the other guys, I guess. I also now listen to the Raw and WWE previews and reviews for pure entertainment and to remind me that I haven't missed anything much since I stopped watching WWE 20 years ago. So thank you for that, <laughs> Scorp Wild. Mr. and Mrs. Wild, a son, Scorp. So I figured this week's quiz um, would be... Scorp Wild sounds like a brand of cider, doesn't it? But one that's like illegal in a lot of countries. <laughs> <laughs> this week's quiz is all about... S- SummerSlam. Hey. Scorpions. Um, it's the usual, usual rules. Ten questions. Yeah. Multiple choice. Shout out your Bill name. Bill can see the answers, though. I'll oh, yeah, do this. Ten, ten questions. Shout out your name. Wait for me to come to you. Uh, and just remember... See, this is you... what I mean about we're needing more people in the office because this is just product testing it. You're struggling there to mm. hold the laptop away from the desk. So yeah, I'll, just, I'll just make a note of that. Okay. Uh, I got this table. I, I bought so this table. Lovely table. It's a, it's it's a table. great table. Um, just remember it's just for fun I think that's for sad that I'm not sure okay question number one are you both ready yes that wasn't the first question by the way oh uh, did we get it right what all uh, question one all about summer slam. who wrote this uh, me yep good <laughs> question one how old was Dominic Mysterio at SummerSlam uh, 2005 Adam. wait hang on can I well, you should, can you slide the thing so we've got our own buzzers? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Actually, that's going to be too much. Yeah, seven. Okay. Was he seven? He was not seven. No. Oh, I'll pass it over for I was going to say seven as well, but I'll have the answers, the, please. The oh, no, I forgot about that. Options are eight, nine, ten, or eleven. Hey, oh. Eight. Here's the one nil two Phil Chambers. I don't no. believe that was... I believe you've just... I believe seven was in those and you've taken it out. No. Actually, that would have made it harder. Never mind. I believe. I believe. <laughs> Question two. Okay. Who or what did Seth Rollins handcuff Rey Mysterio to at last year's SummerSlam? Uh, was it? Uh, wait, this wasn't the eyeball thing, was it? No, that came after or before, yeah. I think. Okay. Maybe after. After, yeah, because he was facing 
he was facing Dominic. Okay. Uh, How long ago was the eyeball thing then? Was that before COVID? No. I feel like I think it was. I feel like me and you were doing that. Last year, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The eyeball. I think it would be like two or three years ago. The eyeball was the horror show. Yeah, that was last year. So the eyeball thing was last year? Yeah. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Right. I don't think it was, you know. I think we were in the office for that. No, we definitely weren't. Definitely weren't. It was July 19th last year. There you go. No, really? Yeah. Wow. Time just means nothing now, doesn't it? (laughs) Following the match, medical personnel tended to Mysterio while Rollins vomited at ringside. (laughs) Uh, What a time. Uh, Question two. Maybe Edge versus Seth Rollins would be be really good. (laughs) While he vomited at ringside. (laughs) Who or what did Seth Rollins handcuff Rey Mysterio to at last year's SummerSlam? Was it Buddy Murphy... The ropes, the stage, or the ring Adam, steps? Adam, the ring steps. It's not the oh, ring steps. I'm thinking steps. of the eye again. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you are. Uh, I can't even picture it for some reason. I'll go with the ropes. I'm pretty sure it wasn't Buddy Murphy. It was the ropes. <laughs> I'm having a shocker here. That was the one where, I think it was me and Nicholas doing the stream. It was because Roman came, he didn't, and finally saved our terrible streak of awful live oh, streams. I see, yeah. But it was Angie was just stood there, and you were like, Angie, do something. <laughs> what are you doing? You're watching your husband and son get murdered by Seth Rollins. Well, uh, I guess that's it. Okay, question three. All about, uh, again, about last year's SummerSlam this. What was the tagline to last year's SummerSlam? Was it... Snap, crackle, and pop. Hot Fiend Summer? <laughs> no. No fans? No problem. No Hotter than hell. Adam, hotter than hell. It wasn't hotter no! than hell. <laughs> or was it, Phil, you'll never see it coming? You'll never see it coming. Yes, because both men have subsequently <laughs> been released by the company. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question number four. Green it. Oh, God, hey. How long was Dolph Ziggler versus Goldberg? Are you sure you didn't write this? You normally do a <laughs> tedious match-length question. This is all me. It's all me, this. Is it actually? Yeah. Oh, Checks out. <laughs> okay. How long is Dolph Ziggler versus Goldberg at SummerSlam? Was it one minute and 20 seconds, one minute and 30 seconds, one minute and 40 seconds? Or Bill, one? I'll you go first this time. One minute 40. It was... Not yeah. Yeah. Uh, options. Uh, one twenty, one thirty, or one fifty. One. Yep. <laughs> Is the correct yeah. answer. <laughs> right, uh, three one. Uh, question Uh-oh. number Uh-oh. five. Oh bollocks! I've just realised. Let him go first. Okay. <laughs> At SummerSlam 2010. <laughs> Do you want to explain why? I have literally just watched SummerSlam 2010. Okay. We should get this then. I might you? still get it wrong. should get this then, shouldn't Who you? Who was the first man eliminated in Team Nexus versus Team Cena at SummerSlam 2010? Give me the options. I know this. Uh, was it Darren Young, Michael Tarver, Skip Sheffield, or David Otunga? Oh, I, thought, I genuinely thought it was Cena's team. Okay, I don't know this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Otunga was, no. So Otunga did the thing at Eagles End. What, 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 what we got? Just like to point out, I do know the answer. Darren Young, <laughs> Michael Tarver, Skip Sheffield, or David Otunga? I was trying to read Phil's face. Oh. reading those out. <laughs> oh, See, you're easy to do with that. I couldn't get anything off him there. That's because he's good. <laughs> is Skip? Skip Sheffield, is it right? Is it? Was it Phil? Is it it was not Skip Sheffield. Not fan of the channel, Skip Sheffield. Not fan of the channel, <laughs> Skip Sheffield. He got eliminated fifth okay. or fourth. Somewhere in the middle. He got... But he eliminated two other people, yes. I think. With just a little... Just a and little then he guessy. was bloody protected. He got two out of the chair yeah. and then got two finishes here. On just, a little, little, just a little guessy. Got a little guessy from me there. Uh, Darren Young, was it? It was Darren yeah. Young. It he was. begged and pleaded Wade Barrett before the match to let him start. And then he uh, got tapped out by Daniel Bryan in it. about 30 seconds. That was it. Chump. Four, four <laughs> one to fill. Okay, question six. How very bad pay-per-view, by the way. Don't go and watch yeah. Sunday Sunday. It's wasn't. bad. How far, but do watch Retro Ups and Downs about it. Of course, yeah, yeah, coming out this Sunday. (laughs) Uh, How far did Shane McMahon allegedly fall at (sighs) SummerSlam 2000? Was it 30 feet, 40 feet, 50 feet, or 60 feet? Uh, It's 60 feet. It is 60 feet. Whatever you're about to tell me, it is 60 feet. It's 
not. It is. You know, you've got that wrong. You've got that whatever wrong. Whatever I've got written down here, we know the rules about this. Bill? I had 70 feet in my okay. head for some reason, but I think, is that the combine A and B? Is that the backlash one? I don't know. Uh, I will go with the next one down then, 50 feet. Bill is correct. <laughs> 60 feet? I don't know. I, look, I wrote this quiz a long time ago, and I've just rediscovered it, and it's whatever's the, it's what whatever I've got written down. You know the rules. You know the rules. I know the rules. Uh, question seven. Who what, let's go? Uh, Got to get them all the rest of now. 5 one. Yeah. Five one with four left. Five one with four left. Yes. Ah, nice. Who did Bret Hart rehearse the knockdown sharpshooter spot on from SummerSlam 1992? Was it Jim Neidhart, his daughter, his wife? Bill. I'm letting him go for it. He's in Italian. Oh, sorry, his daughter. That's what I'm <laughs> it was not. What? It was? His daughter. Uh, I was going to say that too. Do Jim Neidhart, his daughter, his wife, or Owen Hart? Ooh, his wife. It was his wife, allegedly. I don't like this look you're giving me. <laughs> it's well very, done, Phil. Well done. Thank you. It's just a, for fun. Do you know, if you want to know what kind of look he's giving me, it's a bit of a scary look. <laughs> Here we go. This is what we came for. Question eight. Uh, this is an either or, so if you get it wrong, the point will go to your opponent. Uh, which match was longer? Randy Orton versus Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam 2013 or Alberto Del Rio versus CM Punk at SummerSlam 2011. What, what random... Where have you picked those from? Both cash-ins. Cash oh, yes. Okay, Three wow. seconds. All right, I'll put, my, I'll put my incredulous response to one side then. The Orton one. It was eight seconds, and I can tell you Alberto Del Rio versus CM Punk was... Five oh, seconds. I was at that one as well. Which means, no, you were right. Oh, I was right. Oh, yeah, there you go. I just remembered <laughs> that one being insanely quickly. A quick. It Ace. was, uh, yes, it was uh, eight seconds. Del Rio. I was uh, at uh, that. Uh, uh, end of the summer of punk. That was good fun. <laughs> Thanks for coming. All Kevin good, Nash All good things. All good things. people. All good things. <laughs> Himself. <laughs> Question nine. Uh, who was... You might guess... Uh, initial opponent at SummerSlam 2007, Ew. supposed to be U Umaga. Sorry, I, got, I channeled my inner William Regal there. Who was Umaga's initial opponent at SummerSlam 2007 supposed to be? Was it the cast of Jackass? The cast of Jackass. <laughs> it was the cast of Jackass. It was indeed the cast of Jackass. I got one. And then they had a bit of a trial run on Monday Night Raw and went, Nate, you're all right. <laughs> That, that, that was quite painful, <laughs> that, and he wouldn't stop doing it. So, yes. Hey. You're Final right. question. You're all right. Double. Can I have, like, can have, seven, two. Can, so. I have, can I have six points for this question? No. <laughs> you will, it would ruin the integrity of this quiz, which would be very <laughs> sad. <laughs> is that what sad? Is this? Sad trombone, it says. Pathetic, isn't it? Yeah. Sad. Okay. Question 10. How many German suplexes oh. did Ron Lesnar hit John Cena with in the SummerSlam 2014 main event? Was it 10, 12, 14? Sit, Phil. Sit, Phil. I had 16 in my head before that question started. So I'll oh. go with 16. I was just making sure it was actually going to be one of the options. I'd love it if my system was 10, 12, 14, or 38. <laughs> it was 16. <laughs> oh, I thought it was 14. Well done, Phil. Thank you. 8-2. A massive round of applause. You know what else is 8-2 at the minute? Me versus Cedric on the pool. Eight. You'd 8-2 be Michael Cedric. How many times better does that make you compared to compared to Hamflet? Marginally better. Well, actually, if you look at the scoreboards downstairs, Hamflet's fractionally ahead of Cedric. I think they're like 17-15 or something. 8-2, though. Congratulations, Phil Chambers. Thank you you win, much. and therefore you join me and Andy Murray on our SummerSlam live stream <laughs> on Saturday night. Do join us. Uh, congratulations on the wooden spoon, Adam, of sleeping. <laughs> um, where can people follow you on Twitter? At Phil My Chambers. And Adam Cleary, where can people get you on Twitter? Oh, at Adam Cleary, C-L-E-R-Y. Right I'm also really close to 10K, so if you're my 10,000th follower, I will tweet you a uh, Butthole picture pick. of my dog. <laughs> butthole. Picture of my dog. Butthole. Picture of my dog. <laughs> Dog's butthole. <laughs> no, my, oh, right. or my dog's butthole. You can choose. What, do I have to? If, if you yeah, you yeah. told me that. You, I have you've to uh, you've done it way too late, by the way. You need to get the Twitter know, stuff. Yeah. You've, you have to drag okay. us out. You've, you've got like a minute to kill now. You're okay, I got this. Yeah. Bloody hell, it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, don't Baby forget that, Phil Chambers on. at Phil My Chambers, Adam Cleary at Adam Cleary, C L E R Y. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. 
WIL. You can follow us. You gotta pretend it's the end of the show. WWE. Thanks once again to what was his name? Go and subscribe to Kayfabe News on YouTube to kill some time and have a bit of fun. Thanks to Scorp Wild for uh, associating his name with this week's hashtag bloody good. You quiz. saying Scorp Wild sounds like his name is Scott and you're just doing a Scottish impression. Right. Thanks to Scorp Wild. <laughs> subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcast from. For daily wrestling podcast, we will have uh, of course Wait, the energy re- previews of. I'm so thrown by all these previews. Previews of Raw, SmackDown, AEW, SummerSlam, and Takeover this weekend. And reviews of everything that goes down. Make sure you join us for our SummerSlam live stream. My thanks to Phil, McCleary, and to you for joining Doing us. It. And we will see you soon. Wrestling! (laughs) Wrestle culture is filmed in front of a live studio audience. (laughs) 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 Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.